We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. This is the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast simulcast on the uh, the Roto Grinders Football Podcast Network. I am Davis Maddock. I am joined by a dejected Nate Noling, a dejected Sammy Reed. Guys, I well, I guess good news for the listeners. Um, if you if you like the shows where uh, where we lost money. This is uh this is gonna be one of those shows because we all three got wrecked. Uh, none of us played Will Fuller. Nope. Uh, none of us played Amari Cooper. None nope. of us played uh, Aaron Jones. And uh, nope. To to be quite frank, we all played Carson Wentz, who I think <laughs> was the worst play in the history of daily fantasy that I've ever made. I mean, I dude, I haven't been this broke since Bitcoin crashed. This is a sad day. It, I, I mean, there, are, there are guys. So this is a true story. First place in these massive double ups. Uh, it was a duped team. How often do you see first place be a duped team? Never. You never see that in double ups because it's, it's always someone's nice score. Yeah. Uh, so the the team that won a lot of double ups, and I say the team, it's because a lot of people played this team. Uh, it was Deshaun Watson, Leonard Fournette, Christian McCaffrey, Will Fuller, Auden Tate, Michael Thomas, Darren Waller, Aaron Jones, and the Panthers defense. Every single one of those plays was over 17% owned, and eight of those nine plays were over 23% owned. The that, chalk. That, the chalk. So easy. Why didn't we do that? Well, we decided instead of being land good. Or Watson. Um, well, why don't. Why don't, uh, Stanley, why don't you tell the listeners what you said about Will Fuller when I told you that you could play him uh, if you wanted to play Zeke? What what did you say? Uh, I said he was, and I quote, uh, not a good cash play. (laughs) 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 Which which I'm actually uh, putting, uh, I told my wife to please put that on my headstone when I die. That that was, it was just one of the most amazing things I think that has ever happened. I, I, I thought it was so great. Uh, it was just because it was like, and and literally it took, uh, well, I mean, two minutes for it to be proved. Like it, yeah. when he he scored on the first drive. Yeah, I mean, he had. Yeah, I, I, then I said he's going to score right away, isn't he? And you're like, yes, absolutely. And then he did, and then he scored again, and then he scored again, and then he scored again, and it was just like, this is, I'm, I'm just. T- 
tilting like the artwork at Stevie Wonder's house. Like this is just not going to happen. It was just good game like an hour into the slate. Yeah. I mean, it was a, I, I was holding out some hope because we had Christian McCaffrey. I actually, I actually think that uh, I, I was, I was holding out a little bit of hope because Christian McCaffrey in some stuff was owned at like 35 to 40% instead of like 60 to 70%. Obviously that's not true at, in the big higher stakes games, like the $25 double ups and stuff. But sometimes you can get stuff back in, uh, in like $3 double ups or whatever. But uh, head to heads. yeah, there was just none of that today. There were, there was just none of that. Yeah. I also played uh, Wayne Gallman who uh, two plays into the game. Uh, went down so that was I mean it was good game it was game over for me 10 minutes out of the slate so I guess I mean we still we still so actually and uh I don't know I don't actually know if if Sammy made this mistake as well I don't remember I'm sure I'm sure I did whatever 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 mistakes were to be made we all made no 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 no, no, no. Actually, Sammy didn't. Sammy played the. Sammy should have scored more points than us. I don't know exactly how he did. Sammy, but Sammy faded Keenan Allen as well. Yeah, I, I scored. What did you guys score? I scored one seventy six and a half. Yeah, I scored one. I scored one seventy, but I played James White, who just thinking back oh things, that was so bad. <laughs> it was really not good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so glad this is a wrap-up show and not like people are listening like we're giving out picks because you would get fired. Yeah. I, it was just uh, – I just uh, Nate, I need you to take this for me, dude. This is, It's been a long day. Here's the it, thing. It, I, I thought just, James just White so everybody was – Davis is live bet the Chiefs. In the second oh, I live, I live bet the Chiefs and Andy Reid calls a – Freaking halfback dive on fourth and one. You have Patrick Mahomes. They go into heavy. Pro- oh, I'm tilting so hard, dude. Oh, oh. So James White. I mean, I thought James White was fine. Not a great play, just because there were ranges of outcomes for like this game script that ends with him getting like single digit points pretty easily here. Like if there's a defensive touchdown for the Patriots, if there's, um, you know, if Brady throws one or two to Edelman, like James White can get game scripted out of this pretty easily uh, with just how easy the Patriots should have been ahead in this. And like, you would have need pretty high target share for him to, to reach, to reach value. Like I, I Nate, Nate, you're you're totally blowing it. Like this is your opportunity to just bury Davis, and you're like, no, no, no I think it's just, actually it's fine. fine. Like it's awful. It is it's a terrible, so bad, dude. Terrible play. Like what it's, it's literally it's like playing four wide receivers in cash. Like it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's not any different than playing Larry Fitzgerald and flex or whatever. Like James White, literally his upside, like his stone upside in a regular season game that they're going to win is like seventeen. He, he is never, ever, ever, ever getting better than 20 here. No, it, was, it's not an upside problem. It's a full problem. Like, how did, how did your, your process lead you to, you know what? I'm going to roll James White in cash. What did you project him for carries wise? Like three, two three carries? Yeah. Like, how many carries could you have expected him to get? Honestly, like Chris Thompson, I just thought he was going to be like Rex Burkhead when, when White was out. That was honestly my thought process was Rex was a smash when James was out. 
So white's going to be a smash when Rex is out. Rex, was I didn't, I didn't, four, I didn't like, anticipate. Rex I didn't was anticipate. how much? Three, four when he played. Davis didn't anticipate the Patriots winning by twenty-five points with the spread at sixteen. What was the spread? The Washington even scored first. So like should have been should Literally, that should have been this like, game script this setup as good as this outcome for White was as good as you as good as it gets hope. and yes. I don't even like James White dude James White sucks I don't own him on a single I don't own him on a single I don't own him on a dynasty team I already feel better I, I already feel I don't own him today. I don't own him on any team I I think he sucks I think James White sucks and he was a thousand dollars too expensive Oh my god dude I mean this is this is legit like going into a candy store and there's just all the best candy in the world. You know, there's Kit Kats and there's, you know, I don't know. I don't need that much candy anymore. There's Snickers and all this delicious stuff. What can we call it? And Davis just picks up a log of poop and buys it and eats it. That's what James White was on this slate. I use a metric, just stupid, simple. I take rushing attempts and then I take targets times 1.5 and do an opportunities per dollar metric. He was 27th on the slate. <laughs> 27th opportunities per dollar. Like, I literally, I want to die. And you know what? Not even the worst play I made. No, not even close. Carson Wentz, Richard, I, I, because here's the, this is what, what I should have known. When I went to go build GPP lineups, I literally just like clicked Carson Lenz out. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need any of him. So that should be just a dead giveaway that like even internally in my head, I don't even like him. Like I don't even think he's a good play. So, so what am well, I, I mean, what am I just, doing? Just, just imagine that there's a game on the slate that everybody knew was going to smash and it did smash and ended up going for 85 points and we played – zero players from the game in cash that's Which just game, that was the, the houston. houston atlanta game yeah. not having i mean everybody everybody just played watson and ryan because everybody's smart and we're stupid as hell and that's all there is to it yeah. and the thing about ryan is his floor has been so good even in games that don't need to shoot out like this that there literally was no reason we didn't look at matt ryan at five nine like i don't I don't know why I wasn't on him. I don't think I built one lineup with Matt Ryan. Well, I, 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 I had a lot of Matt Ryan. I had a lot of Deshaun Watson. I had a lot of Deshaun Watson in tournaments. But it was all, it was all. Well, I had Matt Ryan in cash, and then I, I just was like, no, I have the two hundred because I played James White now. So. Because you had the same team as me then before, because I had M- Montgomery over White, and I wasn't going to go to Montgomery. Oh, I played Montgomery. Or I wasn't going to go. Buddy. I was. I wasn't going to go to White. Man, so, I this is this is my masterpiece of badness. I played. I played three guys who I legitimately will never play again. Not like just never again. David Montgomery felt like. I thought his opportunities would be there, and instead, Tariq Cohen took the first five running back snaps, I think. Well, here's the thing about David Montgomery. A big thing everyone needs to know, even in terms of running backs don't mattering, this dude is worse than that. He is pool filth. He is abysmal. That dude, he – okay, here's – this is a great way to think about David Montgomery. If you need three yards, he can probably get you three yards. 
If you need eight yards, he's definitely going to get you three yards. And that's, that is just the, that's the best way I've ever heard uh, like bad running backs described. And that's really what he is. He's not a good pass catcher. Uh, he, he's just going to be reliant on short touchdowns. I think that's the only way he's going to get there. And we got lucky getting 10 from him. Uh, yeah, luck boxed into 10 points. Like, imagine playing David Montgomery at 5.2 instead of Aaron Jones at 5.9. Okay, well, to be at, fair. At one point, at one point my cash team had Aaron Jones, Will Fuller, Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas, and Matt Ryan. To be fair, we did not know at the time of lock at noon that Jones was the only running back that was going yes, to Yes, be- we did. We, we knew it was going to, we knew, we thought it was going to be Dexter Williams, who the coaching staff didn't like. It, it just, it was just bad by us. It, it didn't have anything to do with Trey Carson versus Dexter Williams. It was just bad. That, that's it. That's all. That it is was. correct. We're, we're just fish. I mean- it didn't have anything to do with like, oh, Dexter Williams is going to take some of the passing down work. Like, no. I mean, here's, here's where I knew we were in trouble is that I knew all three of us played Wentz, right? Yeah. And all three of us played David Montgomery. Mm-hmm. So I, I clicked And I played Gallman as well. Yeah, well, you're just, I mean, a complete fish. But No, ooh, Gallman was fine. It was the fact correct. that he got hurt. However, he plays however I opened up one of the, the double-ups to look at ownership right after Locke, and I saw that both these guys were like 10%, like Wentz and Montgomery. They're 10% owned in cash, and we all played them. And I was like, we are three fish swimming around in a bowl together. Like, this is going to turn out. Well, I mean, Deshaun Watson just uh, Deshaun Watson just dropping the 44 burger at uh, 22% owned. Not super helpful. Uh, Will Fuller's ownership literally blew my mind in cash games. I couldn't believe that he got talked up by every outlet every tout like the you couldn't you from espn to roto grinders to daily roto it literally if you read a fantasy football article this week everyone told you how good of a play will fuller was. i had not a good cash fuller in tournaments but i couldn't believe that he was as owned as he was in cash and i literally just i had so what i had saved on saturday night was will fuller ezekiel elliott over um keenan allen 5k running back uh which was james white in the lineup i ended up playing but was gallman gallman the night before yeah Yeah. so i i guess i wish i i guess i wish someone would have given me a concussion last night so i could uh (laughs) just not edited my lineups and woke up and not um just anyone has a good hookup on food stamps or whatever (laughs) let me know As as I'm saying this, the Chiefs are um, they're losing at home to the Indianapolis Colts. But at least I, I think I got a good price on this loss, though. <laughs> How have the Chiefs only put up ten? I, I don't understand. Because Davis live bet them, bro. They would have won if Davis didn't. Oh no, I live bet them in the fourth quarter. They the 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 stink had already stunk. Davis, can we talk about how tilting the Keenan Allen game was? Um, well, so this is actually why it's tilting. Cause you know who the pivot was since our team was behind and we, we didn't make it, you know what the one V one pivot was. Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper was yeah. $500 less score. Hey, I wasn't pivoting with Gallman. I was dead. There was no point. Well, that's another, you're an idiot <laughs> for not thinking about yeah. life. Yeah. He's like, no, I literally, <laughs> I think I shut down my computer. I, I, I don't Nate, know. I swapped no. the day that I got three points from Ben Roethlisberger. I think you could have stuck around your laptop for a couple minutes to figure out if you no. needed to get, when you get 1.4 from a running back, when everybody else, yeah, you're done. I actually, I actually, into a 
fall and die. <laughs> my tournament teams were the only thing I had any hope because I had stacked Deshaun Watson and all the Houston. I mean, uh, when the going gets tough, Nate closes his laptop. <laughs> oh, good job, Nate. Good job. I mean, so here's the thing. It, I'm back it, now to take my L, though. It, uh, it, was, it was not good of me to not do that swap. I, I should have gotten a little – I, I kind of thought I was live to a big game from Keenan, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. If Keenan puts up 53 points and, and, and outscores Will Fuller, I might be well, able no, to – Well, no, no, because, the, because the, line, the line I in these games – I might be able to bubble. No. I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually looking at it now. Like, I'm yeah, looking at the lines in these double-ups. Yeah, and Amari Cooper got 38, I think. So, I mean, I just, I'm just realizing now that this is like, uh, I just cost myself like six months rent by not just swapping <laughs> when I was already dead. <laughs> Looking at, there were so many things that I got wrong about this week. Oh, <laughs> dude, I just, I literally just should have, oh, Nate, I need to, I need a moment. <laughs> I'm like I'm like double tilting because I didn't really realize as it was happening how bad it was for me to not swap. Jesus. Um, let's 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 talk a little bit about our decision making and try to really pinpoint where it went wrong. Um, obviously, Carson Wentz was an egregiously bad yeah, play. Yeah, so it starts there. I think that was the worst thing. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing that I was thinking at the time. I'm like, look, Wentz like always gets multiple touchdowns. He they're playing the Jets, who are awful. They have a big, big implied team total. That's what you want. Home favorite quarterbacks, big implied team totals. And I think the issue there was that Carson Wentz uh, had a great chance of playing in a blowout because the Jets are just so pathetic. And indeed, that's what happened. Whereas both Ryan and Deshaun Watson. Like there was no, there was no way that that game was like not going to be competitive on one side. They were going to go back and forth a little bit, and you don't want to get your quarterback on a they team. Did, that's they just didn't like even really out. go back. They didn't even really go back and forth. It's just Houston doesn't like. Well, well, what actually happened is, is Watson just ran insanely hot with touchdowns, and that's fine. Like, but Deshaun Watson's floor is like twelve points. Like that is that is literally that's like him getting beat up and three turnovers and like getting crushed all game is like twelve. Yeah, which look, I don't. Did Wentz even get twelve? He probably did. Wentz got twelve. Twelve point oh six. I'm not even that mad that I didn't play Watson. I'm more mad that I didn't play Ryan. I knew Ryan yeah, was Ryan. Yeah, was Ryan, the, yeah, Ryan was the cash play. I think is the like at five nine with Ryan's price. I think. Ryan was the cash play. I do think Watson obviously is a great play, but like I don't think even with construction, I would have been able to get up to Watson in cash. Like at six seven, I'm not paying six seven for my cash quarterback. Like I don't know. I don't think I ever would have landed on Watson in cash. So I don't. I'm not even regretting or tilting the Watson forty five point burger. I'm tilting the Matt Ryan thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't. I, I think gotten to Ryan. Yeah, like, I didn't think I had a good team with like with Watson ever a team I liked yeah. right and that's and that's the whole thing about you know something I'm usually really conscious of in cash is having exposure to certain games and having no exposure to that game it was like everybody's favorite game to stack it was supposed to be the highest scoring game it had the highest scoring over under to not get a piece of one of the quarterbacks in that game for for Carson freaking Wentz is just 
it beyond beyond uh, unforgivable. Yeah. Like, when I built my lineups, though, like I literally was. Wentz wasn't even somebody that I was like somewhat shaky about. Like I saw that fourteen. Or, I mean, what was the the spread? It was like fourteen. He had like a twenty-eight and a half team total. It was like the highest team total of the week, tied from new. And it was like, there's no way Wentz lets me down here. But honest <laughs> last words. It was just dumb. Yep. All right. So, so that was super fishy of us on many levels. Running back, I went for Net McCaffrey and David Montgomery. Yeah, you did it right. You did uh, it right. Except I for went David see, Montgomery, sure. I went McCaffrey, Gallman, Montgomery. I don't think I don't feel bad about the Gallman thing. Like I think Gallman would have been fine. I actually still think, like, I'm shocked at his ownership. I don't know how he was so low owned. I think. If injuries weren't a thing, I, I don't know if Gallman would have been a bad play. It, the, no, the, I don't think he was. I don't think he was a bad play. But I, I actually now that I, like I, you know, I don't see a ton of difference between him and like. I mean, it's just like you don't see a lot he, of difference between him and James White. No, no, he was a better play than James White for sure. I was gonna, I was gonna say Josh Jacobs, but that's just being hindsight based. Yeah, I, you would never I, play. I played Justin like I played like eight percent Josh Jacobs, and I played like twenty five percent Gallman. Um, the thing, the reason I didn't play Gallman is because I had, I had significant worries about his upside. Like when we're looking at cash plays, like I thought he had a fine floor because he's going to be on the field most of the time and he's going to catch passes if they're down, et cetera. I just didn't think he really had a lot of upside to like hit the bonus or score multiple touchdowns against the Vikings. And uh, I actually had him with one of the higher running back touchdown, like, equities just because like he's not gonna get like john hill Hill is not gonna steal running back like red zone work you're talking about you're talking about lead new york giants running back john hilleman like i wasn't i wasn't concerned about they play on they play on thursday and saquon is maybe not going to be back and gallman saquon will be back saquon will be back don't they play the patriots Saquon's going to be back. Saquon would have played this week if it was the playoffs from all reports. Who cares? Who cares? It's like the Giants. I don't know. I didn't think it was a good spot. Let's move on. I don't even want to talk about Goldman anymore. Um, So, yeah. So, obviously, like, we don't need to talk about James White anymore. So bad. We should, really, because I don't. So, really, my thinking was just, like, that guy is going to roll out of bed and get nine targets. Like it just he's and that that part ended up being true. The reason why that's bad is uh, w- when you're rolling out of bed and getting nine targets. That probably means that uh, you're just not like he just is not a red zone guy. He's not a big touchdown guy. The team has a lot of other ways. They they and okay. I mean, I did not run bad in this sense, but Sony Michelle had one target on the year and then had three in this game, including a couple snaps where he was split out wide. And, you know, so, so he was Rex Burkhead. That is what, like, yes, Sony played, Sony played Rex's spot, which, you know, we had, we had not seen them done like, and you know, whatever it's Patriots running backs, stuff like that happens. But was, I mean, was the, I, that's was, like another five points that, that white would have had. Was the crowning moment of your day when Brandon Bolden caught a 29 yard touchdown pass? No, it was when Ryan Izzo scored. When Ryan yeah. Izzo scored, I was like, oh, it's just not happening for me today. It's just, it's just <laughs> the, one of those things. The tilting thing was the, the running back I wanted to play that I didn't have the stones to play was Philip Lindsay. 
and Lindsay ended up being the great a great play again. Like I don't know why I don't I can't pull the trigger on Lindsay. I don't know why people don't play him. He just because their his team is always a seven point dog, and he splits work down the middle with Royce Freeman. But he still gets a ton of the expected like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing any yeah. of that. You just said why don't people play him, and I just told you. I know. I I just don't have the stones to play him when I. And I. You don't want to play a back him. on the on on the Broncos, who's like not a full time guy. It's just it's a tough tough scene. Yeah. So I couldn't pull the trigger on him, even though he was popping in almost every number I looked at. But I didn't play him. I like excluded him from cash, and he put up like a twenty seven burger. I mean that's a guy you can play in tournaments, but not a guy. I don't know. Yeah, I think on this in this week when there was a lot of running backs to play, it would have been a bad cash play. All right. So I mean, one one of the only smart things I did on this day was play Leonard yeah. Fournette. Yeah, you um, just took the dude who's going to get twenty. Like he's 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 fat CMC. Kinda. Yeah. Like he's yeah. he's certainly not good at football, but. He's just on the field all the time, and he was one of three backs coming into the day that got 90-plus percent of his team snaps and getting a bunch of targets, and it's just like, yeah, he's going to be on the field the whole time. Like Those are the guys that are kind of game script proof, Um, and he gets you know the holy trinity. He gets all the rushes. He gets work through the air. He gets the goal line work. He ended up having a really good game. And uh, Reichel Armstead got one touch. Yeah, Fournette was a good play. There's no – yeah. There's nothing to it. I, the, 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 fish, the fish thing in me was like I just was not crazy about playing him and CMC in the same game, but it doesn't really matter because CMC is like a wide receiver. Like, so it's just – it's not one of those things where you're getting two dudes who are just like trading off like eight-minute drives to get points. Right, yeah. There's definitely a negative correlation between opposing running backs – but yeah, CMC isn't like your normal running back, and kind of Fournette isn't either. Like they're both, they're both just shared that offense. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, not something I, I normally love to do, but I just thought Fournette was really underpriced for being like a true bell cow. I thought you know he was like the true bell cow that was the cheapest on the slate, and I really wanted to have him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like now with Eckler. I mean, he's like third on this. On the of all running backs, it's like CMC, Eckler, and Fournette in workload in almost any metric you look at. Eckler, bro, what a what a heroic fifteen reception performance! He had sixteen targets and like, what did he have? Like three rushing attempts. Yeah, I don't know something. By, something by the way, like that. by the way, Davis, your uh, Chiefs bet is dead. They have officially lost, but the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, but good news for us in uh, in the Survivor Pool. We took KC. No, no, we took Philly. Oh, well, I thought – no, I meant in the, the picks pool. Oh, yeah, of course, but that's just a pick. Yeah. The survivor. Okay, so – Everybody got wasted, and we took the Carson Wentz-led uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So there's got to be some people that are just eliminated from that now. All right, nobody wants to hear this, guys. No, dude, people care. You think people oh, don't – get... This is literally the only thing that went right for us all day. I was going to say, yeah, what we else need, are we going to talk we... about? Michael Thomas played well, like – Whoop de doo. Yeah, so I guess uh, the the Sammy the, talk the, about why you faded Keenan because it worked out for you. I mean, yet again, I you know Sam, I, I don't Sammy even, the sharp dude. No, nah, I don't even want to talk like I thought he was going to have a bad game. I just thought 
you know, one of the things we look at over the first couple weeks of the season is his like weighted opportunity rating, right? Uh, you look on airyards.com and who's the number one receiver in Woper? It's Keenan Allen, and he's just getting all these air yards and all these targets. But I think, you know, you have to put it in context. And when they all of a sudden have both backs that they like to throw to in the game, they have Mike Williams back. I still think Keenan Allen's a good play. Also, you know, I'm not big on like CB wide receiver matchups, but like Chris Harris was supposed to spend some time on him. It just, they, they were also big favorites and they ended up not even winning. They weren't even ahead, but I thought if they got out ahead of Denver, they wouldn't have to throw that much. And so it was like, I just didn't think that he was, I thought he was a good play. I just didn't think he was this must play. Uh, there were a lot of factors that kind of took the sheen off what he's done before versus what he's going to do today. And uh, yeah. And, and besides that, like Larry Fitzgerald, I just had to get Fitzgerald in. Like he was such a good play. So I Keenan Allen had 18 reception yards. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't. As, it, both played Keenan Allen. Mike, Mike Keenan Williams had, got 14 targets. Austin Eckler got 16. Keenan Allen Ke- had Keenan six. Allen was based. Keenan Allen was basically Sean Culkin today. <laughs> Sean six. Culkin. He had six <laughs> targets. I didn't. I didn't I mean, this was game. one of Rivers. This is one of Rivers' worst games ever. Yeah, I, I left the house. I didn't watch any of the. Oh, I didn't. Games. Dude, do you think I watched the afternoon games? I didn't watch us. Well, I watched a little bit of the Cowboys game, but uh, I, I like uh, left and hung out with my parents. I like couldn't emotionally deal. I was like, hey, let's have lunch. Like this will be great. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was not good, man. Okay, so, Keenan, so do you guys, in retrospect, think Keenan, playing Keenan Allen was a mistake process-wise? No, no. the the pro the process the process mistakes I made were James White and Carson Wentz, and and you know what? I don't know. This is like math-wise, I think it was fine, but I just I do truly despise playing guys like David Montgomery who need the script to be good and absolutely have to score touchdowns to get there. I know Montgomery got the touchdown, but without the touchdown, he got like 3.8 DraftKings points. Like just like seriously so bad. Yeah. I, I, I think that was a fish move by all of us as well. It was just one of those things where he's been playing more and more snaps every week. You know, he was up to 70 last week. He got 24 touches and it was like, yeah, Oakland sucks. Like Chicago should be ahead in this game and Montgomery should get a lot of work. And the reality is that, that they were being led by Chase Daniel, who somehow was worse than Mitch Trubisky. And, and they were Nate, playing – I think your I think your Chase Daniel team would have been the smash, dude. Maybe. Probably would have. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't remember, I don't remember if it had Fuller in it or not, though. No, I no, no. I never I, – I, I was never going to play Fuller in cash. Like, That's I why I'm not actually too tilted because I wasn't going to land on the winning team. Like I saw a bunch of people who had like – Watson teams in cash. No, I had the winning in, team when I fell asleep last night. So or Bridgewater maybe. teams in cash, and I just, I'm, I'm not gonna play Teddy Bridgewater in cash. I wasn't gonna play Deshaun Watson in cash. Maybe Ryan. I could have probably landed on a Ryan team. Would I gotta, I gotta give a, I gotta give a shout out to, uh, to Cardi, the Blitz Optimal that he played in cash, finished twentieth in the Millie Maker. Just, just smashed. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, I mean that's stones, bro. That's stones. Like, what a, what a great team that was. It was. What was it? Two ninety four in cash. No, three something, three hundred something. Three oh eight and three quarters. Oh, I thought it was like two ninety something. No, it it had just all the smashers. I mean, it had let's all be honest. The guys. Today was a day where we had so many guys put up giant smashes, like. 
I, I feel like Field Yates or somebody tweeted out that this is the first time ever that uh, five players have scored 40 or more PPR points in a single week. Fuller, yeah. Jones, McCaffrey, Watson, Thomas. And, like, we played two of those guys. We all played Thomas and, uh, and McCaffrey, but, like, people were playing Fuller, people were playing Aaron Jones, and, dude, if you didn't have three to four of those guys, you were just complete and utter dust. And, and that's, that's me. I'm complete and utter dust. I mean, here's the thing, though, is I, like, even having two of those guys, it's just, this is something that people have been talking about for a long time, but it's just ownerships are getting so much better. The field, the field is sharper. Uh, people do make generally better decisions. Yeah, uh, well, then, well, maybe we're just fishier because I literally texted, Will Fuller is not a good cash play. <laughs> and Will Fuller scored the ninth most fantasy points for a wide receiver <laughs> of all time. All time. All time. Like there's there's no way eye there's eye no eye. way you could have known. There's no way it's not like it's not like anyone touted that he could have been a good play this week for any. Sammy, he was thirty percent tilted. Less about the results, more about the fact that he was legitimately thirty percent owned in like higher stakes cash games. He's I just never... not the kind of guy I like playing in cash because his yeah. But we played up. we played Auden Tate who was stuck at zero for three quarters. The thing about Will Fuller is, I I don't know his. His price didn't even get – it's not even like DK priced him way down after disappointing. 4500 is cheap. They're not like Curt- Fuller. He's Curtis, been Sam- Curtis Samuel, last two weeks. who is like like a – like Curtis Samuel was like barely a, like a guy, and he's pretty, he was more expensive. But that's what he's Fuller. been like the last three weeks. Like yeah, I mean, it's not like he had a bad performance and then DK Do you guys went- remember when we did this show like literally like five years ago when Will Fuller was a rookie and you guys were like, dude, you can't play Will Fuller for $4,000. And I was like, actually, you can, and this is why. And then he just kept scoring touchdowns every game. This, yeah. it's, like we, it's like literally like we just reverted four years back. I, mean, I didn't the, say the, Will the Fuller thing- was the best play. I just wasn't on him. Yeah, I mean, Will I'm Fuller, always like, about four point five guys who have high A dots and stuff like that who have touchdowns. I'm if you're going to take a punt, I'll do that. I just wasn't going to land on a construction that I had four point five k for a wide receiver. Like nowhere was I building that I had four point five k. I don't even. Reason, the reason people play Will Fuller is because of the matchup, right? They played the matchup. Oh, was it people a good matchup? Four, yeah, they didn't play him last match for four point five. I was going right? to say. They didn't play him in cash last week because because Adam Levitan and uh, Matthew Barry and everyone didn't say he was a great play last week. That, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you, you guys don't like realize how much people are following the touts. And if all the touts say someone is a really good play, that really like, and I'm not talking about one guy. I'm saying literally every tout is saying Will Fuller is the play, even if they're saying Will Fuller is a GPP play. Like, like this is just something that's going to correspond to people owning them in cash. So, do you think we ran? Do you think we ran bad, or do you think we were a fish for not playing Fuller in cash? I don't. I don't think it's like binary like that. Like, I think that if you if we ran hot and we're fish. Yeah, I think clear. I think clear. Like, obviously, him getting fifty five or whatever. That is that. That was the best. Like, if we played this, if they played that game a hundred times, he probably never scores more fantasy points than that. But also, ninth best fantasy performance of a receiver of all time. 
I just yeah, so at, I wouldn't have played Will Fuller even if I had four point five. I probably would have played Curtis Samuel over. Yeah, Will Fuller. I literally you, don't you even should, talk to me, dude. Not you you should not really not in, on the air like that was. That bad. is so stupid. <laughs> that is Davis. people. These people. These Curtis Samuel people drive me up a GD wall, Nate. Davis. It's like they. It's like they're just unconcerned with like the whole theory of how fantasy points are scored. <laughs> I don't think I would have played Will Fuller. Got to get it. Got to get six interactions with Kyle Allen in cash games, just as whenever possible. <laughs> Nate, I can't get over <laughs> what you just said. <laughs> I didn't consider Curtis Samuel in anything for yeah, a second. I had Curtis Samuel had like I had him projected at like a twenty-three percent target share at. So what? You're just making target and- shares up. Davis, what did you have him projected at your target share? I bet it was similar. 21.3. Okay. And his ADOT is literally at like 13. I actually would have played Curtis Samuel probably. Oh, my God, dude. Nate, Davis, you, I think you, you probably Nate, would have too. Nate, I would have never in my life played what, Curtis Samuel. What was, what, pull up your projections and tell me what you have Curtis Samuel. This, versus, this is... I don't think I would have played Will Fuller. I'm looking at the numbers now. I don't think I would have. I mean, also, I don't. I do not just run a straight optimal in cash I games. I, I know, but I'm just saying. I, I'm looking at my numbers. Going, I don't think I would have landed on them. All right, let me hang it up. You gotta fix. You gotta fix the spreadsheet, bro. <laughs> you really do. There's some rot in that projection system. Curtis Samuel has had three weeks above a target share of twenty percent. Uh. I, yeah, his variance in target share is much tighter. I, yeah, we had we have Curtis Samuel with twenty one point seven percent, Will Fuller with eighteen point eight, but we have Will Fuller a yard and a half better yards per target than Curtis Samuel. I would not. I I mean, even if the optimal gave me that, literally never in a million years, never in my life. Curtis Curtis Samuel is uh, is just like a, a more hyped version of DeAnthony Thomas. He's Dexter McCluster. Oh, it is the way it is, bro. Well, people. By the way, by the way, people listening to this right now are so triggered. People love Curtis Samuel, and honestly, he's fine. I'm just I'm in a bad place right now, and I'm taking it out on other people. And I apologize for that if you're listening. Well, all right, so it, look, I played Thomas and Auden Tate like everybody. Um, Thomas was just so obvious that I don't even feel good about playing. Dude, we don't even we don't even have to talk about. It's just like whatever. Did I do want to talk about Auden Tate though. Did we all play Waller at tight end? Yeah, we'll yeah. get there in a second. We'll get there in a second. I want to talk about Auden Tate first. I, I, I want to die. I don't even want to finish this podcast. This is just yeah. It's whatever. We got to do it though. We got to do it. Uh, <laughs> so Auden Tate got there but after watching that game Keyshawn Johnson was very clearly the superior play and just in terms of in terms of $3,500 wide receiver in a fast-paced game Keyshawn Johnson was like playing that slot role uh, that allowed Christian Kirk to have like 10 catches for 43 yards every week he had seven targets Auden Tate was like a very peripheral part of the uh of the offense there. So I, I don't, I just, that's how I feel after watching the game. I would have never, I don't think I never would have had the stones to make that play in cash though. Dude, whatever. He got six targets. Keyshawn Johnson got seven. Like, I don't know. 
A big uh, okay. One one good thing happened today. One good thing happened today. A big boy Kyler Murray win on the road. Took his team. Took his team down the field. Two minutes left. Got the game winning field goal. Also, just a little trivia tidbit for those of you listening. Zane Gonzalez already has seventeen field goal attempts through five games. That is for a team that doesn't score points. That's it's like absurd. It's insane. That's so many. We have we we have officially moved on to the kicker touting portion of the past. <laughs> I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying like what on earth? What on earth is happening? Well, they they to- ran a lot of design draws, a lot of qu- quarterback design runs to Kyler. Something they've kind of shied away from earlier. He ran for 93 yards, like. My, my, my buddy who doesn't even watch that much football came over in the morning. He's like, dude, is that Kyler? He's fast as hell. And I'm like, yeah, dude, he jumps off the screen. Like, yeah, if, if that's a regular thing, that's going to be really good. His rushing yards are going up. So go Kyler. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's it. I, I played Larry Fitzgerald in cash instead of Will Fuller. I paid $1,500 more to pay, to play Larry Fitzgerald's then get the ninth best fantasy. I don't. I don't have words for. I don't have words for that one. I didn't think Fitzgerald was very good. I told you not to play Fitzgerald, but also you're your own man and you can do whatever you you so desire. Well, I, I don't. Which, I, I, what's I, I really funny is that Fitzgerald is Fitzgerald is a Nate play. That's not. That's like a. That's like a dude. He's gonna see thirty three percent of the opportunities in between the twenty seven yard line and the forty seven yard line well, in a fast paced game. On Fitz is because I didn't think. Because really, he was so expensive. He was expensive, and I didn't really think that Kirk going down changed Fitz's his like, role. His role much. And I literally – he was not really getting a ceiling of, like, 30% target share yet. He was seeing, like, in the 20. And I didn't see a smash. I don't know. I wasn't on Fitz. I do think – I mean, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm the just a fish, bro. Like, thing, I don't, the more I don't I'm just like – Stay in my defense. Like – I thought he'd be solid. The thing about Larry Fitzgerald is he – I think he has zero yak on the year. Like, he just catches Negative. the ball. And, and it's he like – He backwards. Yeah, he, like, he can't do anything. He definitely got, like, a wide receiver screen, a quick screen on the goal line and just got tackled immediately. He couldn't even get one yak for the touchdown. Like, just knew I was just dust at that point. And then Zane Gonzalez kicked a field goal. <laughs> Yep. So uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to talk about receivers more? No. Can we? No. We should talk. I I mean, here's it about Waller. We did make a different decision than the field because I think everyone played uh, Mark Andrews. Mm, Not everyone. I thought Andrews played Hooper, right? No, I'm not seeing. I'm just scrolling through teams in a five dollar double up right now. I'm not seeing a ton of Hooper. Not nine point three percent. Waller, Andrews, and Olson. Uh, um, right. Oh my gosh, dude, Tyler. We lost the people who played Tyler Eifert. Gosh, dude, I, I lost the people who played Muhammad Sanu in cash. Like I got, <laughs> I got murked by those people. Like they we got doubled. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what to say. I thought Waller was a complete smash. Dude, after the Tyrell news came out, I was, like, counting 20 points from Waller. Yeah, I mean, like, I, what happened? Just Josh Jacobs, man. He just crushed it. I he, need to look at it. I need to look. I don't even know who got the I'm work. telling you. I, I'm telling you right now. That, that game, I watched all of it. I'm sorry. 
That's terrible. Well, I was driving, I was driving back from a, from a wedding today. So I did all my lineups in my laptop via hotspot on my, like <laughs> well, in the uh, Hunter Renfro and uh, Foster Moreau had five targets. This Foster Moreau dude is actually starting to eat into the Waller stuff. Last, yeah. last two weeks. That's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, Hunter Renfro and Foster Moreau each had five targets. I mean, all I'm five. saying is that this Foster Moreau thing is like not an unpredictable aberration. Yeah. It's like a real thing to start thinking about with Waller. Waller had 26 air yards. This is killer. I'm like, I, I just thought he was such a smash with Tyrell out. I'm like, who are they going to throw to? It's they're going to be down in this game. And that's the thing with Montgomery and Waller. It was kind of like predicting that Chicago would be ahead for a good portion of this game, which I mean, Oakland is terrible. So is Chicago, Chicago's not a good team. Yeah, How much was DJ was... Shark? How did DJ Shark have 175 air yards this week? Because uh, he's, he's, uh, he's literally just, Calvin Johnson. <laughs> we just need to be playing DJ Shark. What are we doing? I mean, hey, he's like. I'm playing Larry Fitzgerald at 6K. That's that's what I'm doing. Just fading one folder and DJ Shark. Just you know, doing what it does. Just getting it in. Dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god! Is this is this? I actually think this, this is, the is the worst, worst week we might have. We've ever. all. I think this is the worst we've all ever been smoked. Because at least Guys, normally one of us is like, "Oh, I'll just play Will Fuller." We literally had people beating us in head to heads by over a hundred points. Like, there's nothing we could have done. Okay, can I can I do one thing to make us all feel better? I don't think anything will. Yeah, no, dude, unless, I, unless Bitcoin is up like three thousand dollars. No, I actually, hour. I actually sifted through my head-to-heads and I found someone who scored under a hundred points. No, that's not true. <laughs> they didn't play Michael Thomas. They didn't play McCaffrey. They didn't play. Dude, what I is think his they, username? Like, text it to me right now. I'm, I'm gonna be that guy. I'm sending invites all week, dude. I need to get my money back. All my my stuff is already cleared out, so I gotta like go back and search for it. But I was That's just fine. doing it. I'll, I'll pay you for it. Like I'll buy you a meal. <laughs> it was it was a it was a three dollar head to head. It's fine. Like it was one of like, like twenty seven food stamps for it. Dude, whatever I can take. It was like one of twenty seven games I won this week. <sighs> Tough it was a bad week. It was a bad week. All right. Well, can can I, I finish next. by talking about the defense that I played? Yeah, what a defense. I don't play? even know what defense you played. I played, I played the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, you just – you're a – I mean, that was fine. That was fine. That was fine. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, – I, I mean, the Panthers were the team. It's because I didn't have the extra 100 to get to uh, Carolina. <laughs> you should have just played Will Fuller and then played the Patriots <laughs> I mean, Imagine defense. what I could have done with $1,500. I could have played Aaron Jones and Will Fuller and a good defense <laughs> and a quarterback that didn't suck ass. Like, yeah. Dude, you were just a you were just a four v four away. <laughs> Sammy, you almost had the nuts. Sammy, dude, you almost hit the nuts. So close. <laughs> Aaron Jones getting four touchdowns, by the way, out of all the ridiculous stuff that happened today, that was the most absurd thing. I he was actually in my very first cash build, like when I just make like my first lineup on Tuesday or whatever. Like he was in my first lineup. I'm like, dude, Aaron Jones is a really good play this week. And then as the week went on, I would, I kept him in some GPPs, but I was like, ah, you know, you know what'll be good is David Montgomery. Like, I think that's dude, solid. What what a, I just I really I really do not get what what I wish I could communicate with myself from 11 hours ago and be like. 
you literally hate David Montgomery. What is it that you're doing? This is just really bad. This is really I bad. Just get, I just get too amped up. Like that hour before lock, I'm just like too scatterbrained <laughs> and amped White, up, gotta dude. Do it. Gotta do it, James White. <laughs> I just like – Gotta lock him. Like every team I make, I'm like, oh, that team's the nuts. And then I like <laughs> think of something else, and I'm like, oh, no, that's the nuts. And it's just, it's just like – I, I can confirm that Davis literally texts us in the morning. This is the nuts. Three to four different nuts. times. I've got the team. <laughs> this, this is, is a different team. screenshot. <laughs> and the last one had James White. <laughs> oh, man. I got to see what you said. If you guys didn't try and talk me off James White, I'm going to be so mad. We do Dude, I think, I think I you remember. should like start going for walks and stuff in the morning on Sunday morning instead of like being on your computer. I just said, "Ugh, this white thing can go so bad, <laughs> so so bad." <laughs> I got if I scroll back here far enough, I got Sammy touting IDP takes. <laughs> hey, look, that was such a good take. Like Jordan Hicks could legitimately lead the league in tackles, and yeah, I touted him on your podcast as as like a long shot to do that. That's such a great take. After my John Johnson Super Bowl bet over six and a half tackles, which cashed. I'm just I it's I, I wish we played daily fantasy with IDPs. I'd probably not make as bad decisions as I do now. Davis, you sent a Matt Ryan team like half an hour before that. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was waiting to see if I had a if I'd sent a Will Fuller team, but I did not. But you didn't. But the uh, Matt Ryan team had Gallman, so that would have tilted you. It just it, nothing, <sighs> nothing nothing matters, dude. Here's here, here's the big question. Do you guys think that the uh, the listeners got out of the show what they wanted to get out? Because we've overall had a pretty good year, but I think this is what the listeners look for is when we all. Oh, yeah, this is actually even with even with donking off, uh, you know, half a year's rent. This is actually still one of the better NFL years because I've been my best five weeks. Yeah, I've been having good, like I've had this is the first like I lost that Ben Roethlisberger week, but I had good tournament teams, so it wasn't like I was on like a death watch that time. No, for sure. For sure. Like yeah, overall it's been fine, but like these are uh Did I hate these weeks, man? I hate getting smashed. People yeah. don't know. People don't know how hard it is to like realize you're losing, realize you don't want to talk about football, realize you don't want to watch football. Like go out with friends and then come home and be like, I got, I got to talk about. This. I got to talk for an hour about my I gotta, bad teams. I got I to relive this pain. It's, it's okay. Worst. Let's let's do let's do a little let's do a little look ahead to next week. Um, what do you guys think Kyler Murray costs at home <laughs> against Atlanta? Start with Kyler Murray. Uh, Fifty eight hundred. Davis, you got to quit. You got to quit Arizona. Why would why? What, what what on earth, dude? Kyler Kyler just said twenty five again. Sorry, sixty sixty one hundred. That's a better guess. He's sixty five. Oh wow. Oh man. Why is Nate telling me to quit Kyler when he just smashes every game? Yeah, and he's like, running Kyler, now. Kyler might be uh, just as good as Lamar Jackson. And like, what if what if instead hear hear me out? What if instead of just kicking a field goal at the end of every drive occasionally maybe even 25 percent of the time they score a touchdown what's amari at because he was in the late game right amari cooper at the new york jets seven thousand. here's an interesting thing tyree kill 
speculated to be back from his clavicle injury next week. What do you think Tyreek costs? 65. 6,900 at home to Houston. Nice. What's uh, Curtis Samuel at? (laughs) (laughs) Not in the slate. They must be on a bye week or something. That's a big good for Nate. <laughs> hey guys, Kurt, I bet he's more expensive than uh, I bet he's more expensive than Will Fuller. Oh wait, he's not. Will Fuller six thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just faded a guy who's now six thousand <laughs> at forty five hundred. <laughs> I hear. I think a, a crazy interesting thing is what do people do with Hopkins seventy four hundred? We are now. See, this is what I'm saying. Like the Will Fuller thing when he's not the number one guy. Hopkins always is going to have a larger projection than him. Like, yeah, but at 4,500, it's not as material. Late. I know. That's Dude, where it's I'm not like saying. Curtis Samuel's the number one guy. He had been the whole year. He'd been leading. No, Whopper. he had been not leading. been the whole year. He'd been the third guy all year, but okay. No, he'd been leading in Whopper up to this year. He'd been leading in target share. And he had the highest air yards. He was not yeah. leading in target share because McCaffrey, Moore, and Samuel all had exactly 31 targets. Nay, you got to shut the Curtis Samuel thing down, bro. This, it's so bad. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help you. Yo, what's, what's DJ Shark at? That's actually an interesting question because I feel like people don't even t- bother touting him. DJ Shark at home to New Orleans, 5,500. DJ Shark is averaging. Uh, Davis, you're the, such a fish. Curtis Samuel has 524 air yards. He's like <laughs> 200 more air yards Nate, than anybody else Nate, on his team. Nate, literally, Nate, literally, oh I, I'm doing this to try and help you. No, you're not. Curtis Samuel I literally am, I is Nate, the I'm trying to help you. He has you could, you, could, you could take someone like Curtis Samuel, who in a very theoretical universe could maybe someday score fantasy points, or you could, you could play someone like DJ Moore who just gets fantasy points. Curtis Samuel's like eighth on the year in total air yards. Okay. Nate, do, do not say his name again on this podcast. <laughs> I'm literally, I'm, 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 muting you, I'm muting you if you say Curtis Samuel one more time. <laughs> okay, here's the list of guys that DJ Shark is averaging more DK points than. Uh, Sammy Watkins, Julio Jones, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham, Demarcus Robinson, Marquise Brown, Robert Woods, Calvin Ridley. He he just is a stone masher. And we, well, I've not played him once in cash. Don't even really play him in single entry either. We're stupid. Super stupid. <sighs> Gallup is 5,600. He's a good. I, I don't, dude. My, I, I don't, I don't know what to do with any of these prices. My confidence is shaken. This week, Sammy shaking. shook, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm shook. As, I'm shook his balls right now, bro. Like, just, just, yeah. It's, it, sometimes you lose, and you're like, okay, like I ran bad. I think I made good decisions. And sometimes you just fish it up, and I fished it up, and and that's all there is to it. So I'm, I'm taking my L, bro. Will Fuller's six thousand next week. Fifteen hundred dollar price jump. Yeah, thank, thanks for the breaking news, Nate. <laughs> so Marquise Brown got an ankle injury, and you know, obviously, he spent a lot. He spent a lot of the off season missing with uh, foot surgery. So I don't know how much they would really want to rush him back. The Baltimore wide receivers against Cincinnati. Um, oh, well, dude, dude, DraftKings is too sharp for me. 
Boykins. What do you think? What do you think Willie Sneed costs? Did they based get off what I just said, forty-five. Dude, they boosted him to fifty-five hundred. Mother of God. He is. He is at. He is the same price as DJ Shark. That's wow. not even fun. That's a tough scene. Yeah, I mean, this whole week was a tough scene, bro. Uh, so at tight end, Will Disley, forty nine hundred. George Kittle, fifty two hundred. Dude, I'm gonna smash Kittle. It's against the Rams. I don't know if that matters. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. But Kittle's way too cheap. Let's yeah, run Kittle, it. I mean, Ertz is fifty four hundred. What? They double, play at double, Minnesota. Double tight end week in cash, Nate. <laughs> Nate's in. <laughs> yeah, Nate's in. All right, guys, that's it. I just I don't have the heart to do this anymore. I so like I try and give some more forward thinking analysis, but it was a long day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wash. Let's wash the till out. This was cathartic as always. Uh, I'd like to say I feel a lot better, but I actually don't. I don't know. I, I feel. Can we talk horrible. about James White again, just so I feel. A little okay, bit so James White was a good play because he was gonna get. He was just gonna roll out of bed and get nine targets, and it was fine. And that's fine. And it's fine. Just don't worry about it, dude. It's just fine. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast simulcast on the Roto Riders Fantasy Football Podcast Network. Uh, we will see you back next week if any of us have any money left. <laughs>